You're listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any electrical needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. Welcome into A Very Moody Sports Show. I'm Daniel Moody. And this is Zach Whittington. Episode 80. Out of the 70s, out of the 60s, out of the 50s, and the 40s. And the 30s and 20s and 10s. But 80s, wide receivers and tight ends, Daniel. This is going to be a good 10 episodes. Sometimes we don't lead with the the player of the episode, but we have to, man. Some call him the greatest to ever do it. Do you think he's the greatest wide receiver ever? I mean... 30... Six NFL records, three-time Super Bowl champ, ten-time All-Pro, thirteen-time Pro Bowl, led the league in receptions twice, led the league in touchdowns six times. He's an animal. I mean, he's definitely the goat. Yes, I was going to ask the- you: Does he even have a nickname besides the goat? I don't think so. I think it is just the goat. I'm going to look that up. So okay. you explain so, who it is. So my personal mm-hmm. thing is Jerry Rice, obviously, I think he is one of the top two. But, like, he was a little before our time, obviously. No, he – if you watched early. If you were watching early, yeah. you weren't. But, like, I sort of caught on late a little bit with the NFL craze. But uh, as far as watching it, so, like – Mine was like Randy Moss is one, but yeah, Jerry Rice probably is. If you're if you're talking just overall greatest receiver of all time, yeah, I could agree with that. I spent all the seasons with the San Fin San Fran Phil Forty Niners, um, obviously. <laughs> you were a fan, you became a fan a bit of the Jerry Rice times, right? This so why you so, a Niners fan. I'm glad you pulled that out. I didn't even have to think of that. My first NFL allegiance was the San Francisco 49ers. I'm pretty sure, like, I don't know if I was a Niners fan before this or after this moment, but I remember I was in Disney World. I was a young kid, like Disney World, and we were in the, like, Worldwide Center of Sports there, and I went around, and uh, there was a hat section with a whole bunch of different hats, and I bought a San Francisco 49ers hat. And then I wore it in the Disney World, and we got one of those caricatures done with me, my brother, and my grandma, and I have the 49ers hat on in the caricature. Sworn allegiance. This Instant is fandom. This is Steve Young and Jerry Rice going at it still. I heard of Joe Montana. I'm too young to even know what the hell I'm doing. I probably just like the red and the gold. Let's be honest. 49ers. Good colors. Sick logo. Good colors. Sick logo. But anyway, that was my first team, and then... Honestly, kind of the Carolina Panthers because we were good. Went to a Super Bowl in 03. Jake Delhomie, Delome, Steve Smith, and the boys. But it went from 49ers to Packers, dude. I love Brett Favre. So great shout out with the 49ers there. Jerry Rice, awesome. I have found three nicknames, Daniel, and you will not be disappointed. Give them to me. Flash 80. Oh, that's a great one. But it's the worst of the three to me. Number two, Gentleman Jerry. Ooh, almost like, like Gentleman Jack. Alcoholic reference. We were Another just making alcohol. <laughs> we were just talking about alcohol off pod. And then, dude, this one. The man with the hands, Jerry Rice. 
the man with the hands. I like that one the most, probably, but still at the same time, goat probably fits the best. Yes. So Jerry Rice, this is your episode. Shout out number eighty. All right, Zach. So do we got soccer talk yet again this week? Football. We have football talk. Last week you came in here strong with a little Champions League uh, update. You know what's funny? Last week when we had this update, Super Team wasn't even on the wasn't radar. There was no <laughs> way that was going to be a real thing. So we're starting on Super Team. I was going to ask you, you want to go try on for Super Team. But, like, dude, Super League. All right, we got to talk about this. What the was story of the sporting weekend. The story of the sporting <laughs> weekend, the beginning of the week, really was just a. It was an asteroid shooting across the sky beautifully pew, for two pew, nights, pew, and then it was pew. gone. The major teams that you see out of Europe, uh, typically with the with the English league being uh, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man U, Man Arsenal? City, Arsenal. I do believe there was one more. So uh, I'm, Tottenham. I'm pretty sure it was five teams from the Premier League in this new Super League that also included like PSG, Barca, and maybe Juve. Who knows? Juventus. The big the big teams. But it's not all the best teams because five of the teams from the Premier League weren't even at the top of the Premier League standings right now, but they're going to leave and go to a Super League based upon clout. Get out of here. I mean, and I also heard it's an American influence. So there's a lot of American owners, partial owners, trying to just revenue generate i don't what well, so what they were doing is basically okay. you are right there are there are a lot of american owners that are have you see that have their hands in uh american sports right now where you do not have any form of the relegation that you see out there in the european football leagues what they say makes it fantastic um the as far as the fans and out there one note out there in europe Every club is owned by the fans. Like they, the fans own like fifty percent of most clubs, except for Liverpool. Except LeBron for Liverpool. James owns. Um, <laughs> and so, with that being said, the these American business owners that had now been getting into the European football leagues, they were not. They realized they were not optimizing the amount of money these leagues could make, and so they were saying at this point that uh, they wanted to get into what was going to be the European Super League where there will be no relegation and all these teams, as you mentioned, even teams that are not in the top of the Premier League currently were going to never be relegated out of the league. And they were also going to be able to uh, have a founder's fee of, of getting like $3.4 million. And so they were going to be tripling nearly quadrupling what their their companies were making already as far as the teams and so this is the exact same model that you see in America where there's no relegation every team just sort of you can be the worst team you can be the Cleveland Browns and go 0 and 16 and you're still in the league next year because there's nobody to replace you and as a result, over two-day process of a lot of protests and whatnot I came across, and what actually was a, pro, a, a in-person protest amongst major lockdowns still in Europe, uh, Chelsea uh, fans gathered outside of the stadium prior to what was going to be a match day, and they did not allow the team or the opposing team's buses to get through and play the match, and by that result, more or less, the Chelsea was the first of the teams to pull out of the European Super League and by Tuesday night 
pretty much all but three teams have pulled out at this point. So, Zach, basically everybody hates Americans right now, yet again in Europe, because we have come over there and tried to spoil their beautiful relegation football that I want in our American League of MLS, USL League One. It'd be amazing to see that amongst our soccer league, but it's never going to happen. Um, they got mad. They, they're mad at us. They don't like us even more now because we tried to come over there and make our capitalist uh, fingers mm. put in all their sports. Get over it. All right. So, <laughs> Greenville Triumph, we'll talk about that. USL League One, defending champions. That's not what John Harks would call us, but I'm still calling us the <clears throat> defending champions. Oh, oh. We're, you look at the record books a few years, that's going to count. I'm just saying. He says we're not. We're chasing a championship. I understand it's got to be motivation, but we're defending a championship technically too. Closed preseason, win over Charlotte 2-1. Uh, Lachlan McLean, another goal for the season. Just what do you expect? Beautiful. Uh, also, prior to the first game of the season this weekend, Zach, on the 24th Saturday against the Richmond Kickers on the road, so you'll have to catch it ESPN+. Plus or, little note, 15-plus games being aired on the CW, including the Richmond Kickers game this weekend. So catch it on the CW if you don't have ESPN+. Plus. Watch the game, guys. It's out there for you. Um, but we also signed two new players, one in the midfield, one on the wing, uh, to just sort of give us a little extra depth. And so, uh, you know, pretty much rounded off what it was a couple signings here toward the end of the of the off season, and we are ready for the season to start. Zach, any notes? You excited? I'm pumped. I'm so pumped. Gotten emails about season ticket holders and stuff. Said that I do believe we're going to be just like little group sectioned off obviously they'll still be doing social distancing and stuff for the game seatings but uh i'm excited man yeah it's gonna it's gonna be gonna be super great to get back in the stadium uh stay at the parties tomorrow for season ticket holders right so i'm gonna have to make my way downtown Maybe after work, see what's going on there. Get my. Uh, I do believe it's twelve to five. So if you you got to be able to get down there twelve to five some point. Uh, Slightly inconvenient you, yeah, time. Well, yeah, it really does because that's right <laughs> when I'm working. Don't think I'm going to make it, but like you'll be able to get your season ticket holder bag and whatnot. Yeah. Maybe get another scarf. I'm starting to stack up the scarves here. Yes, yeah, you are too. I but, like uh, scarves. Yeah, so uh, excited! Can't wait for the season, man. I want to. Weather's great. I'm ready to get out there and watch the team in person. Honestly, probably going to make a run in the championship again. Hopefully we can hit the ground running Playoffs, and win on. at Richmond. And hopefully Richmond is a good broadcast because they're sometimes a little bit – you never know what you're going to get. You don't know if you're going to get like a ESPN production or if you're going to get like a camera in oh, the stands. The toaster you know? cam. We <laughs> toaster are, I forgot all about the toaster cam. We're about to be back on the toaster cam grind, which if you don't know what that is, guys, it's when you have a toaster that can also function as a camera, but obviously that camera quality is not going to be good. It's just like a potato cam. It's a, it's, it's it's a potato it, with a camera in it. it. It's a potato, not a camera. 
Teddy bear cam, you know, little camera and a teddy bear. Camera in the teddy bear. Ain't going to be quality camera. I'm pretty sure that's ever played. You see a teddy bear, like, in the corner somewhere. Like, you, How do you not notice? It's, like, literally a camera. One of the, the eyes is glowing red, <laughs> isn't it, you know? One of the like, eyes just moved. I'm like, oh, that's a little noticeable. You didn't have a teddy bear there before. <laughs> yeah, that's another note. Where did the teddy bear come from? Nobody ever questions that in the movies. Where did that teddy bear come from? Anyways, sidetracked. Uh, one more note. When we play Union Omaha May 16th at home, we will be ESPN2 broadcast as well. Dose. That's going to be dose. A little dose for you. That's going to be dose. A little dose. A little double dose. A little double dose. Uh, CW ESPN2 broadcast for that one. But, yeah, excited for the season. Definitely come out. Hope uh, we do, like you said, make a run for the championship again. Zach, NBA. Uh these these nets man tell me about these nets because i'm a doubter still a doubter i've already proclaimed i'm a doubter but i'm still a doubter so try to make me not so kevin durant's hurt again with a quad contusion which is not good and uh he's played what 11 games this year or something like that yeah 13 and then uh james harden has a hamstring injury he's out he did make the trip to miami though James Harden had a hamstring injury. I think he was back healthy, and he hurt it just doing, like, basic activities during practice. I re-injured it. So so. Kyrie, who uh, takes weekends off when he wants to and stuff, but uh, he's been the most consistent player out of the three there. Would you have believed that when I told you initially? No, not at all. I would have thought it would have been James. I was thinking James. And then uh, hopefully they get it together for the uh, postseason because the Lakers are getting healthy. Anthony Davis is coming back. LeBron's going to be back. Kuzma's been playing well, dunked all over Biombo when they played Charlotte last week. But, uh, man, you got the Lakers getting healthy, you got other teams around the league getting healthy, and you got the Nets constantly hurting. Their big three have played four games together at this point. Well, and even in the East, like you th- you're talking Lakers, and like you're right, Anthony Davis coming back tonight. That's huge for the Lakers, and like the Clippers still looking really good. You know, I think they're sort of hitting a stride right now. And you can't forget that like Utah, everybody sleeps on Utah, forgets about Utah, but like Utah is a massive uh, team that you got to watch out. And also, we've got the TV going here. Note for the Western Conference uh, play-in tournament because you got the ten and ten through uh, seven seeds going to play in for the last two play positions in the playoffs. If you got to play Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors, like you're probably not going to beat him in that one game. Like he's just going to go for fifty-five, like he's been going for every game. And like, well, he win. did go two for fourteen from three-point last night, so he cooled off a little bit. But you know who's not cool? You know who's hot and a playing well sort of way. Julius Randle for the Knicks. The They've Knicks. won seven straight, eight straight. Beat the Hawks last night. Beat the Hornets like two nights ago. Trey Young got injured in the game. He's got to have an MRI for an ankle. That's very worrisome coming into the playoffs with only like 15 games left in the season. Not ideal for them. Sixers are a team in the East the Nets are going to have to watch out for. I mean, Joel Embiid's been on MVP tear, but like Ben Simmons, definitely somebody that you got to be talking about for like defensive player of the year. He has been dominant on defense. He he defends all five Mm. positions on a consistent basis. Basis. Yeah, and I'm tired of this Rudy Gobert every year for Defensive Player of the Year. If we're going to give Rudy Gobert like three to five 
Defensive Player of the Year. So by the time it's over with, we can give LeBron more MVPs, guys. And mm. if you gotta go look at the stats, like the Rudy Gobert, just if all you gotta do to burn Rudy Gobert is, is get him out on the perimeter, get him out on the perimeter, put him against Steph Curry. He's gonna get burned. Point guard, he's gonna burn every time. Like literally, look up the statistics are there to support that that he is terrible at defense on the perimeter, and right. he's still a Defensive Player of the Year every year. Every year doesn't make sense. Hot take, doesn't deserve it. Never deserved it. Not a hot that's take. A, that's not a hot take, but like also it's a little bit of a bold take to say he never deserved it. Anyways. And he started Rona. <laughs> Come on, Rudy. <laughs> what are you doing? Stop licking microphones. Epic misses Gordon Hayward. Dang it. I was watching that live. Man, what a great idea that we're there's been a lot of reports, man, that like we're looking like we may be getting some full stadiums for football and stuff coming up potentially. So, I got my uh, Got my Clemson tickets locked up. Pretty excited. They're going full. Uh, what did I see? Baseball's allowing more people this week than they did last week. Wow. As well, and you know, as there's more vaccine whatnot distribute, we're gonna be able to. Do you know if the NFL is doing virtual draft or they're doing in person? I do believe it's an in person draft, but I do believe it's still gonna be like a social. And I'm pretty sure Trevor's people. staying home. Trevor may be staying home. Trevor announced he's staying in Clemson. He's watching the draft with his group of friends and family like and teammates in Clemson. see a lot more nowadays is less people play. It's a lot of stress the on the fam to go up there and do all that, you know. Well, especially if you're, like, one of the guys that already knows he's getting drafted, you know. I feel like it's like – like, Trevor's like, why am I going all the way up there just to shake a dude's hand like I'm – going number one. I mean, to hold your jersey up there and get the photo op the night of the draft. Oh, he'll get man. the photo op from the home. He'll be in good. They oh, get the no. same picture. He's a picture. You're not picture. up there with Roger. You don't think they already mailed him a jersey? That man has the jersey. I know, but I'm it's saying to stand week. there with the cap on and hold the jersey out to the side. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You cats to be, Trevor. Cats to be. Trevor, get your ass to the draft. Get your ass to the draft. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's a hot day. I, yeah, I guess that's fair. It's cool. You're the number one overall pick. Time. Go do it in person. It's fine. You'll be it. You're the first Clemson number one overall pick. Go do it in person. So, Zach. I wonder if that's true. You think that's the only number one overall pick Clemson's ever had? I, that would be a question for you, Zach. I, look, I don't know that. You know what's funny? We always make fun of South Carolina, but they had Clowney, number one. I don't think the dogs have ever had one. Really? Unfortunately, I'm looking it up. Herschel Walker probably could have got it, but guess what? He went to the wrong thing he signed with uh i do believe it was at the afl and that folded so is what it is but anyways uh zach new rules in the nfl a few changes uh there's going to be diff uh, less players allowed on uh in the uh, group of players up close to the ball on a uh onside kick trying to help the uh, team recovering the ball a little bit more. Um, also, there's going to be expanded use of replay officials. There's uh, going to be like an eighth official up in the box that's going to have more access to more camera angles, which that's really all I want. Give me more access to camera angles because all they ever say is that the ref doesn't have access to all these camera, camera angles they're showing me. And I'm like, what do you mean they don't have access to them? I'm watching them right now. I feel he like can't watch what I'm watching. I feel like the people at home always get the best angle immediately. We do, we do, but it's like, what do you mean he doesn't have that? You just showed it to me. Like he doesn't just get to watch that. 
I don't get it. Wow, I forgot Sammy Watkins was a fourth overall pick. I forgot that. They drafted up to get Sammy. He was nasty in college, though. Hey, he had a good he had a good run. It's kind of hard won for some Super Bowls. What do you think I should type in? Highest drafted player from each school in NFL. Yeah, that good. that yeah. would be a good Google search. That sounds like it. All right, keep talking. Uh, down. More jersey number expansion, so you're going to be able to see offensive linemen getting different uh, lower numbers. You're going to get to see. I do believe wide receivers will now be able to wear number ones and things of that nature. So. That's going to be intriguing to see the different change-up of numbers. Um, and then there's a couple other ones coming in. But overall, nothing crazy, I don't think, other than I think that kickoff rule, that uh, that a, uh, that that onside kick rule is going to sort of be something to watch because that may actually affect a lot more decisions when you're down a couple points. I like I like the rule changes, man. I mean, like obviously the, there's been some success in the NFL moving your kick back on extra point. I mean, I, there's not as many kick returns and stuff, obviously, but I'm for the most part the rule changes are going well, except for favoring defense. <laughs> I did see they're changing a rule as far as like for the coin flip that is based off that crazy game last year where there was a miscommunication on who called what at what time and they <laughs> screwed everything up the refs did and yeah so they are they fixed the co- the coin toss rule i really didn't understand how they fixed it because like it doesn't seem like it was broken it just seemed like those guys were all sort of being dumb so yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that was broken it was just like y'all did it wrong so i don't know what to do with that zach anything else man i mean no, and I'm not getting anywhere with this Google search. This Google dude. search has been slightly disappointing. Uh, <laughs> one thing I did want to actually ask you before we get out of here, and this is honestly something that we might as well not talk about, but actually I got two things. God, man, these things. Just, I'm glad I'm reviewing these. But one, in the NBA, Zion Williamson Pelicans played at the Mecca recently in New York, played the Knickerbockers, even on a loss Zion in the post game press conference was beaming with excitement talking about how much he loved playing in the Mecca playing in uh, in, in New York and uh, he said obviously I love the number one place I like playing is the Pelican in the Pelicans home stadium but he loves playing in New York and so New York fans, being the greedy people they are, just automatically have assumed this means that in a few years when he needs to sign a new contract, that he's going to be coming to New York. What do you think of Zion potentially being a knickerbocker? I mean, what a horrible way to be like, oh yeah, I I love playing in New Orleans first off, but <laughs> New York, oh my goodness, that's what he sounded like. He was thrilled talking and he, about You know him and RJ are friends. I mean, Zion would totally thrive in New York, So, but Julius Randle is kind of like Zion, so I don't really know how they work together. I mean, and then, uh, good combo, though. Baby. Hey, just run Zion at the three, or the point. Run, point let Zion, point Zion run the point. So, Dan, you doubted, got the list. You found it? Got the list. Got you it. said Georgia had none. They have four. Four number one? Give me them. Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. 2009. Did he really go number one? Dude. I was like, I was thinking he was like number three or four. I can, I can understand the next three. 
Harry Babcock, nineteen fifty three. Charlie not Trippy, born. nineteen forty five. was not Frank Sinkwich. I know that name. Nineteen forty three. Yeah, Clemson's got none. South Carolina two. Jadavion Clowney and George Rogers, nineteen eighty one. Heisman winner. Great. We don't have a Heisman Great. winner. Oh. You know what we do? We do. Heisman coached us. We have a Heisman winner. I'll say that. Alabama's only got one number one overall pick ever, 1948. Virginia Tech, two. Michael Vick and Bruce Smith. Wow. Those are two great names. Uh, Tennessee, Peyton Manning, George Kafka. This is a great way to end the segment. Um, Miami, it's got two of them. Uh, Danny War, no. No, Russell, Maryland, and Vinny Testaverde. Vinny. Mid- Michigan's got two. Jake Long, number one overall pick to the Dolphins, offensive lineman. Uh, and LSU's got three. Kyle's got two. Jared Goff included. Jared Goff, oh my God. LSU, Joe Burrow, Jamarcus Russell, and uh, Billy Cannon. Texas has three. I bet Alabama has like 16. Alabama only had one. Notre Dame's got the most, but they were all in the 70s and 50s. Southern Cal's got five. Carson Palmer, Keyshawn Johnson, Ricky Reggie Bell, O.J. Simpson. Not Reggie Bush. No? Yeah, he won the number one pick. Oklahoma's got five. Kyler Murray, Baker, Mayfield, Sam Bradford, Billy Sims, Roy Selman. Auburn's got four. Most of those all happened in the past, like, decade. Stanford has Oklahoma. four. Stanford's got uh, you got Andrew Luck up there, I know, for their shit. John Elway. Elway. Jim Plunkett. Plunkett. What a great name. Jim Plunkett. Plunkett. What a good name. Plunkett. Nebraska's got two. Don't know any of those guys. Chicago. Okay, everybody else has got one. But you get the point. Clemson did not have any. As I got said. zero. Miles Garrett got A&M on the board. That's pretty cool. Uh, That's a good one, too. Johnny, Johnny Manziel wasn't the number one pick. No, he he was a Heisman winner. Heisman, yeah. Mario Williams. you remember him? North Carolina State, defensive end. Nope. Not ringing any bills. Well, he was number one pick. So even North Carolina State's got one. Damn it, Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> Zach just sort of sulking in it a little We got bit. one this year, buddy. <laughs> All right, Zach, before we get out of here, we did have a little spring game action these past few weeks. Got me a little excited for the dogs. Clemson saw some article that was uh, from a Clemson writer that was cl- that uh, basically said y'all were leaps and bounds ahead of us. Yeah, Are you we'll very see. confident in the team this year as far as just like what you... I mean, I'm confident with Clemson every year at this point, but it's... Uh, I don't know leaps and bounds. It's week one. You don't even know what you got. That's so... my thing is I was reading it, I'm like... This man learned a lot off a pre off a little, little preseason spring game. A little mix it up mashup. <laughs> like, right? Come on now. Little, we didn't even touch the quarterback. Nobody touch, touches the quarterback yet. But um I'm thinking trying to hit the Georgia Clemson oh, game, dude. Absolutely. Trying to hit the Georgia Clemson game. If we game can get tickets, persons. if we can't, I still would like to go to the Charlotte area. I'm pretty sure I got a message that said they're between a hundred to three hundred. That's like face value. So like it may be like a hundred minimum for like upper deck, which it's would, it's, ca- it's Charlotte, deck. dude. You can see everything in I'll that. Sit state. upper deck. It's like a sixty thousand seat just, stadium. It's about being there. Yeah. In the, in the stadium with the 
Well, anything else, Dan? I think that's all we got. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Dogs. Not really go Tigers. Let's go Dogs. Yeah, I talked him into that one. (laughs) He tricked me into it. (laughs) Got him. Anyways, guys, we appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Log it off. We'll be back next week with our round one live draft coverage. Bet you 50 bucks Trevor goes first. Thank you for listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Stay tuned next week for more hot takes and good predictions. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on Apple iTunes and Spotify, A Very Moody Sports Show. And also on social media, Moody Sports Page. That's M-O-O-D-Y Sports Page, all one word, on social media. And check out our website, MoodySportsPage.com. See you next week, guys.